and you're very welcome to this inaugural episode in our ESG podcast series. We're kicking off by discussing the UK government's recent proposed very sweeping reforms to the UK consumer protection rules and the impact that will have on ESG issues. The proposed reforms include new powers for the UK Competition and Markets Authority, uh, that's more commonly known by its acronym the CMA, uh, to impose large fines and order consumer compensation where they consider that a business has breached consumer protection rules. My name's Mark Jeffcock from our competition team, and I'm delighted to be joined by my colleague, Davina Shah, from our litigation team. So, Davina, when were these proposals published and how did they come about? Thank you, Mark. The proposals were released by the government last month on the 20th, 20th of April, when the Department for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy published its long-awaited response to the government's 20, uh, to July 2021 consultation on far-reaching reforms of the UK competition and consumer regimes, including overhauling the consumer, consumer law regime. The government has now considered the consultation responses and published the reforms that it intends to take forward. Those reforms broadly tie in with the government's aim post-Brexit to implement regulations that work better for the UK and to move in a more agile way than the EU to deliver growth and innovation and protect consumers, whilst also minimising burdens on businesses. Okay, so before we delve into the details of proposals, how long do you estimate proposals will take to come into effect? Thank you for raising that question, Mark. Many of the reforms will require legislation to implement and the government report doesn't commit to any particular timescale, promising only to identify the appropriate legislative vehicles as parliamentary time and priorities allow. However, the Queen's speech, which was delivered on the 10th of May this month, confirmed that the pro proposed UK consumer law reforms will be legislated for. The Queen stated that draft legislation to promote competition, strengthen consumer rights and protect households and businesses will be published, meaning enhanced powers for the CMA. So depending on parliamentary time, at a best estimate, we could be looking at draft legislation by this autumn. OK, so quite soon then. Um, turning to the proposals themselves, uh, what are the key themes in the government's response? Well, one of the main themes in the response is strengthening the enforcement of consumer law by granting the CMA stronger enforcement powers directly. In particular, the government plans to give the CMA the power to enforce certain consumer protection rules, including where a company fails to voluntarily agree to make changes to its practices required by the CMA. Those new powers would be similar to its competition law enforcement powers, allowing the CMA to take direct enforcement action and impose significant fines without having to go through the courts as it currently has to do. Okay, so interesting though they are, uh, why are we talking about these proposed enforcement powers in the ESG context? Well, it's interesting. As the CMA has become increasingly active in the ESG space, given ESG intersects both consumer and competition law issues. For example, in September 2021, the CMA published a Green Claims Code, which provides guidance for businesses making environmental claims. More recently, in March, the CMA published advice to the government on the competition and consumer protection regimes that can better support the UK's transition to net zero. 
the CMA are conscious that consumer choices have come to be driven in great part by climate change. And if consumers are being misled, sustainable choices can't be made. This raises competitional issues. If there's no living playing field, companies playing by the rules will be harmed. So it's more likely that the CMA will apply its proposed powers in the ESG arena, for example, in respect of companies making statements regarding the ESG credentials of their products. Okay. So what kind of action could the proposals allow the CMA to take, potentially at least? Well, the CMA is likely to gain wide-ranging powers in the consumer space. Where the CMA considers that certain consumer laws have been breached, it's proposed that it will be granted powers to make appropriate directions to bring the infringement to an end, award redress to consumers who've suffered loss, also seek undertakings to improve compliance and impose turnover-based or fixed monetary penalties of up to 10% of a corporate um, a corporate's annual global turnover. In addition, the CMA will be able to impose penalties of up to 5% of annual global turnover, plus an additional daily penalty of 5% daily global turnover while non-compliance continues, where a business has breached an undertaking agreed with the CMA or directions imposed without any reasonable excuse. These changes are very much in line with the recent momentum of the CMA in imposing administrative penalties as a matter of course, where it doesn't consider parties have fully complied with the measure. Okay, so lots of downsides for getting it wrong. Uh, are there any other key themes in the response? Well, the CMA's investigative powers in consumer protection cases may also be strengthened. Currently, where the CMA wants information from a business under investigation for breach of consumer law, it can serve requests for information. But unlike in a competition context, these are not directly enforceable. The CMA must go to court to get an enforcement order if the business doesn't comply. The government is likely to change that so that a trader can be fined where a business has failed to comply with an information request without reasonable excuse or has concealed, falsified or destroyed evidence or has provided false or misleading information. Okay, so it looks like the proposed legislation will have pretty far-reaching consequences for companies generally. Is that a fair, fair comment? Yeah, exactly. Although we expect the legislation creating these rights will also contain adequate protections for businesses which feel that requests of information have been that have been made by the CMS are unreasonable or disproportionate. In addition, the CMA's new enforcement and investigatory powers wouldn't cover all consumer protection legislation, um, but a subsection described as core legislation and related legislation, which it has a, a relevant experience in. Okay, um, so given as we know ESG issues are basically global in scope, will, will this actually impact developments at the international level as well? That's a very good question, Mark. The government recognises that cooperation with the CMA's international counterparts is vital to allow the UK to realise its ambitions to take a leading role in global competition and enforcement policy. The CMA has already signed the cooperation framework agreements with a number of competition authorities across the globe, including the US, also Australia, Canada and New Zealand, and a deal with the EU is being actively pursued. The government now plans to update legislation to ensure that the UK competition authorities can share information more easily with international party partners, while still ensuring that confidential business information is protected by 
the UK and overseas authorities. In those cases, the CMA will need to consider whether there are any public interest reasons why information should be shared outside the US, UK, and whether the legitimate interests of any individuals or businesses may be harmed. The government will also permit the CMA to use their com compulsory information gathering powers to obtain information on behalf of overseas authorities, um, which will be subject to ministerial approval. Great. Well, thank you very much indeed, Davina, for providing that insight. Uh, I hope that you listening have found it interesting. Uh, and please do make sure you join us for our next podcast in this series. Thank you very much.